Hi, this is Ariel Danan, and you're listening to the People Podcast. Welcome to episode 42 of the People Podcast. This is an episode that I am really excited about, and let me tell you why. I am a huge almond milk fan, and recently I discovered the best almond milk of all time. I was at the Ferry Building Farmer's Market in San Francisco when I stumbled upon Beber, and it was truly love at first sip. Beber almond milk is the highest quality almond milk I have ever tasted and the flavor is second to none. Strawberry and lavender are my two favorite flavors right now, but you really can't go wrong with any of them. Being the curious cat that I am, I just had to know more about this delicious product. So I reached out to Beber, and soon enough, I had a lovely conversation with the founder of the company. Introducing Ariel Danan. Arielle's story is fun, unique, and inspiring, and she was the perfect guest for the People Podcast. But that's enough from me, so let's get to it and hear from the star of this week's episode, Arielle Danan. Hey, Arielle, how's it going? Thanks so much for joining the show. It's great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, I want to start our conversation with your upbringing in Chico, California. I know that Chico's culture prides itself on agriculture, but can you describe how exactly it sparked your interest in that? Totally. Um, So I am a Texas native and I moved to California with my family when I was a kid. Um, I do feel like a Californian, uh, you know, just really enjoy growing up here and the focus on nature, focus on local food and community and all those sorts of things. Um, My, uh, yeah, just love for spending time at the farmer's market, finding the food that's grown here locally um, is really what set the stage for me starting the business, I would say. Um, We are so lucky in Northern California to just have uh, a plethora of healthy local foods and so yeah I just grew up loving to cook spending time at the farmer's market um, and yeah that definitely uh, got me in that frame of mind before I started the business of just wanting to be a part of that. I was reading that after high school you went on a bit of an agricultural adventure and you worked on organic farms in India, Israel, and Italy What were some of your highlights from that trip and how did it set the stage for your future in the almond milk industry? Yeah, uh, so you're right. After I graduated from Chico High, I uh, was accepted at the time to UC Berkeley, convinced my parents as an 18-year-old to let me take a gap year. Um, Started as a gap semester, but quickly became a gap year. Um, and uh, volunteered uh, through the network called WOOF, which is Willing Workers on Organic Farms. And you can volunteer on organic farms across the world in exchange for room and board. Um, So it was a great way as a young person to be able to travel, to see a place, but to learn a skill at the same time and um, do it pretty inexpensively as well. It's something that I really recommend to um any young person looking for that next thing and they're not maybe quite ready to go to college and maybe need um, something else to be able to explore a little bit more and learn more about themselves. Um, so some highlights from that year. Um, there were a lot. I, 
I spent time working on, you know, vineyards and olive orchards in Italy. Um, it was really a farm in Israel that got me uh, into almond milk. Um, it was not an almond farm, <laughs> so we, uh, we did a lot of communal cooking at this farm. Um, it was a place where there were lots of volunteers staying, and so all the meals were prepared as a group. And I remember we got some almonds from a neighboring farm, and uh, a friend of mine taught me how to make almond milk. And I was vegan at the time. I was so excited to learn how to make this thing myself, That's something that at the time was only available commercially, um, you know, in the, in the boxes and the shelves at the grocery store. There's nothing uh, like what we do available. And so it was just amazing to me how good it was. And that's really what sparked you know, the idea for the almond milk company was learning how to make it while I was traveling abroad. Um, and I will add that I think the highlight of that trip was just seeing that there were so many ways to make a living and make a life for yourself. I was, you know, I was only 18 years old, 19 years old, but I was being exposed to the whole wide world and getting to, um, help other people create and build their businesses on these farms. Um, and that really sparked the idea for me that like, I want my own thing. I want my own business. I want to be building something for myself. What an awesome experience for you. And I love that it just started as a gap year and then it ends up paving the way for you to make this entire business out of it. Um, so you, yeah. you learn how to make almond milk in Israel. And when you return home, you start making it on the weekends at a restaurant that you worked at. But things really change for you when you successfully pitch your product to the manager of a Chico farmer's market. How did it feel to get their stamp of approval at the time and then sell your almond milk at a place that was very familiar to you, a Chico farmer's market? Yeah, it was really great. Um, it, you know, I, I look back on that moment now and I don't think I saw everything that was to come. I really, I took it seriously. I knew I was starting a business, but I thought I would do this for a year, you know, on the weekends and then move on to something else. Like I was still only 19 at the time I started the there. And so it just, um, it hadn't really sunk in that this could be more of a full blown career in a full-blown business um so it was very exciting to get into that first farmer's market I was hoping that you know maybe my friends would come and buy something for me and we brought I think it was like 30 quarts of almond milk um and we sold out in like an hour <laughs> like an hour or two at the market so the response was really great and um yeah it it became my full-time job pretty quickly. I would say within, you know, maybe four or five months I had left my uh, part-time restaurant job and I just was working for myself doing, uh, doing the there. Well, I love your passion for farmer's markets because it's one of my favorite places to be as well. And I mean, the Ferry Building Farmer's Market is where I first discovered your almond milk. It's just a face-to-face -face experience with the customers that you don't get in a lot of other businesses sometimes. So what were the early stages of selling at farmer's markets like? I know you said initially you sold out right away, but building off of that. And then how were they able to help you grow the business into what it is today? It's a great question. Um, farmers markets are a really excellent place for food, small food businesses to get their footing, to try out their product at market, uh, to see what the response is going to be like, and to grow it really organically without having to invest 
a ton into infrastructure and, you know, tons of inventory and stuff, you can, you can really try things out, I would say. So it was the perfect uh, learning ground for, for me. We started with the Chico Farmer's Market. Our second farmer's market that we ever added was the San Rafael Civic Center Farmer's Market, which is a really great one. Um, so it was like two markets for a while, then three, then four, and now we're up to 24 markets that we do every single week between Chico and Santa Cruz. And yeah, I, I love being at the farmer's market. I love that it's this place um, where the community really can uh, meet their farmers, meet their makers, and it's just a, yeah, it's a special thing for sure. It really is, but uh, I want to talk a little bit about the actual flavor of your almond milk now because it is just so delicious and way better than any other almond milk I've ever had. I know it's all about the mm-hmm. almonds that come from the almond capital of the world, which if you didn't know, it's Northern California, but what is it about these almonds that differentiate them from the rest of the world? Yeah, absolutely. It is all about the almonds themselves. Um, almonds are like any other crop, so... Um, Think about winemaking. Uh, it matters the variety of the grapes that you're using and where it's grown. Um, and almonds are the same way. So we took a long time to find the right supplier, and we work with a, an organic farm uh, outside of Chico, Bauer Ranch Organics, and um, they grow, you know, a great product. They're also a bee-friendly certified farm, meaning that they um, are not using anything that would be harmful to bees or other pollinators. And they're also incorporating um, different plants and flowers to encourage natural bee populations uh, to their orchard. Uh, They're a water-wise farm. So, um, you know, they're being very conscious of the amount of water that they're using on their crops, and um, which is something we all think about here in California. And it also is the, as far as flavor goes, the variety that we use, um, a lot of almond milk makers um, on a larger scale are using, um, you know, things that are maybe a lesser quality and maybe um, not so picky about the variety. We, um, we use just two varieties, non-perel and independence. They both have a really sweet, creamy flavor um, that just lends itself to really good almond milk. That's awesome. It's great to hear about how everything goes down. And your website highlights a few things that makes your process different from others. I wanted to kind of ask about this. You sprout your almonds overnight for maximum flavor and nutrition. You blend the sprouted almonds with purified water and nothing else. Plus, it's cold pressed and never heat pasteurized. Can you explain why those things are so important to the almond milk process and how it yields the best results? Yeah, definitely. So there's different ways to make almond milk. Um, and I would say the, the biggest difference in the process is are the flavor. Um, so when you're getting a boxed almond milk, you know, just a more generic brand, what they're doing is they're taking almond paste and they're diluting it with water. And then they're adding thickeners and salts and preservatives and other flavors to create their almond milk. So there's usually very little almond content. There was like an article that got passed around a while ago that was, you know, almond milk only having, um, I think, like 
something like three almonds in it or something. <laughs> but that's just that that's more pertinent to these bigger brands and not our process. Our process is basically, like you said, uh, using whole almonds that are sprouted. Our ratios are about um, 30 to 40% almonds. So a lot more almonds in there. That makes a huge difference in, in what it tastes like. And um, yeah, just comes down to the, the quality of the process and we just take a lot of care and time with what we do. It's a very hands-on process. Okay, how about the different flavors? Now, I know you have the pure unsweetened version, but there's also the strawberry, chocolate, lavender, honey, vanilla, and more. But at the beginning, what were the first flavors you made and how did they come about? So when we first started up, um, we had our standard flavors, which were the unsweetened, the honey, vanilla, and the chocolate. We had those every week, and then we would do a flavor of the week every single week for a year. So we ended up with this whole repertoire of flavors that we came up with from lavender to orange creamsicle and mint, and there were all sorts of cookie flavors. And the ones that stuck are the ones that we do now seasonally. So we have our uh, our lavender almond milk, our strawberry, which uh, you got to try at the Fairy Building that's here all summer long. And we also do an almond nog for the holidays, um, pumpkin spice, chocolate peppermint, and then a really special one, which is porchata. Um, and that's made with almond milk, brown rice milk, and cinnamon. And that one's really yummy, too. Wow, I'm super excited for that. I love horchata, but I've never had the Beber version, but I imagine it's going to be just as good as all your other flavors. And speaking of other flavors, Ariel, the first one I tried that we've discussed was the strawberry, and I fell in love right away. But lately, I've been hooked on the lavender. I was thinking, though, there's got to be some other flavors that you'd like to experiment with. So are there any flavors that you haven't made yet that you would like to make in the future? Um, that's a great question too. I think what's next for us is experimenting with some other types of alternative milks. Um, you know, we, we've been working with almond, uh, thus far, but there's a whole range out there of other alternative milks from oats and cashews and all sorts of things. So yeah, keep an eye out. There's some things in the works. Can't wait. And I know you also sell popsicles. What flavors are available for those and how do they enter the picture? <laughs> yeah, so the popsicles we started a few years ago so that we could offer something in this hot California summers where we wanted to, um, you know, give people a way to cool down and enjoy um, a nice treat. So we collaborated with a local ice cream shop. We make all of our vegan ice cream bases and they just help us to freeze and package them. Um, right now, we've got strawberry, popsicles, mint chocolate chips, uh, but the flavors rotate. I think up next, we're going to do Rocky Road, um, and yeah, it's super fun. I haven't had a chance to try them yet, but I'm on the lookout for them, and I'm excited to try them eventually. Um, Ariel, I, I saw on Instagram that Beber Almond Milk is named after your father, whose nickname is Beber how did he get that nickname, and how did you ultimately decide on that as the name of the company? Yeah, it's kind of a double meaning. We have Beber, which means to drink in Spanish, um, and being a beverage company, we thought it was very fitting. And then we have Beber, which is my dad's nickname, um, 
I I don't know how he got that nickname. I think <laughs> um, it was just kind of uh, something his family picked. But um, my dad is lactose intolerant, won't touch milk. And so it was just sort of a wink and a nod to him that, um, uh, you know, I was starting a non-dairy milk company and, and uh, just, you know, <laughs> thought about him when I did that. I love the tributes. And I got a couple more questions for you, Ariel. As a young entrepreneur with an amazing product, you have come a long way from your first batch of almond milk. I mean, it started as a pop-up shop at a Chico farmer's market, and now you have over 30 employees in the North State. I know you still have a long way to go, but when you reflect on everything you've done so far, what stands out to you and means the most? You know, I think that the the thing I pride myself most on, and not to like pat myself on the back about it, but just the thing I want to like have as the legacy, I guess, is just being a local business that can support our employees well. And um, that's what really motivates me nowadays is just making a, a positive work environment. Um, yeah, making a company that's good to its employees, good to its community. Um, I feel like that's what's most important. The product is great. We, we're proud of that too. But I think I'm more focused now on just, yeah, being a, a good company and, and trying to grow with integrity. I love the vision. And lastly, I always get my beber from either the Ferry Building Farmer's Market or the North Beach Farmer's Market in San Francisco. But for the listeners that are hearing this and now they can't wait to try the almond milk, where can they find all of your delicious beber products? So you can find our full list of farmer's markets and grocery stores on our website. It's freshalmondmilk.com. And it's got a map on there. You can see everywhere we're sold. Um, we do 24 weekly farmers markets between Chico and Santa Cruz. We're in about 40 or 50 uh, regional grocery stores. Um, so if you're yeah anywhere in the Bay Area or Northern California, um, come find us. Amazing. Well, Ariel, I want to say thank you so much. I can't tell you how fun this was for me. I love your product. I love your passion. And I would love to meet up at a farmer's market sometime. Yeah, I really hope we do. And thank you so much for having me. It's been great. What an awesome conversation with Ariel. It's one thing to really enjoy a product, but it's another thing to know the stories behind the product. I am so glad that I got to chat with Ariel and learn more about Beber because these are the stories that really mean a lot to me and they keep the show going. But that's about it for episode 42. Be sure to check back next week for episode 43 of the People Podcast.